I'm Brooke. I'm Ryan. And we decided to channel our energy to give you the definitive ranking of the Kingdom Hearts Worlds, a list that you probably never asked for. But you need. Maybe. Full disclosure, we know nothing about games. But we are experts in Kingdom Hearts. Sort of. World by world, we're going to make you fall in love with the game again. And also with us. Maybe. So let's escape into the beautiful Disney worlds of Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. A podcast. A podcast. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, I need to tell you about my dream last night. Hit me, Brooke. Last night, I dreamed that I was first person in Atlantica. Like, I was Ariel, I think. Truly, like fighting Ursula, swimming like a mermaid. I was like, and I, not a moment was I like, this is weird. This is what we're doing. Follow-up question, because this is amazing. Was it uh-huh. Kingdom Hearts 1 Atlantica? Was it I Kingdom mean, Hearts 2 Atlantica? I don't, I mean, it was certainly not Kingdom Hearts 2 Atlantica. Okay, good. Because that sounds like hell. I feel it was like neither really. Like it was, it was just like I was there. I think I had a moment where I was like, is this Kingdom Hearts? Like I was very aware that I was dreaming but I didn't care. How was Ursula? Was she putting up a fight? Was she? She was such a writhing bitch. And I was so happy to be there. <laughs> I have been in Ursula's Grotto in my dreams before. That's a really iconic fight that stays with you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than the Kingdom Hearts dream. I'm so glad you're there. I was Sora. The I proxy mean, for Sora. Maybe it's a premonition and they're going to fold us into the universe. The Kingdom Hearts universe. VR. <laughs> There is a Kingdom Hearts VR. Do you know this? No. It's it's not the games that we play in VR version. It's like a VR experience where you can go to like the Olympus Coliseum and the world that never was and like Mickey's library. Yeah. Why? Where? I, I think it's only on PS4, 5 or something. I don't have VR. I don't have VR either. But if I could play Kingdom Hearts like the series in VR. I think I would throw up. We need to find someone who has VR. I know. I thought about asking for it for Christmas, but I'm like, what would I play? And I think I would get, like you, very motion sick. It got motion sick. I tried to do, like, I borrowed my friends for a little bit, like, two years ago. And I tried to do, like, an escape room one. And I was just like, no, no, not not for me. Yeah. I already get sucked in as it is. Like, I was home playing, I'm playing Birth by Sleep as I play 3 again. And people would be like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. And I just won't hear them because I'm so invested in the game. That's so funny. That's so funny. My own little Um, VR. Speaking of, we started Kingdom Hearts 3. It's 2020 Kingdom Hearts 3. And... How are you feeling, Brooke, about... 2020 Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> I think you came up with that and I just recycled it. Did I? <laughs> we are back in the Olympus Coliseum exploring new things. I have to say, I forget, I think I said this during a um, fragmentary passage, but I don't know if it's just because I'm better at video games than I was the first time I played 3. I played more video games, but like the things that really overwhelmed me when I played this in 2019 did not overwhelm me quite as much. Like the shot lock, not the shot lock, like birth by sleep shot lock, but like the shot lock as a as a movement piece. As a mode of transportation through yeah. like hooks in heaven. Hooks in heaven. Yeah. It was a it was a, a relief because I know that that's a big part of this game. Oh, I forgot to ask. I forgot to write it down. What are your th- what did you pick of the memories? Who like what 
of the sword, shield, whatever, what did you pick in the beginning? How did you start this game? Do you remember? And I didn't look up what they did. I think I, I don't know which one it is, but I think I picked the three hands. No, it's balance, vitality, and wisdom. Hmm. I think I picked balance. And then I think I picked potential warrior. And then... I picked usual adventure. There's guardian, warrior, and mystic, right? Yeah. It starts off and you have the choice between wisdom, which means that you have like 90 HP, 120 MP, vitality, which means you'll have way more HP, 120 HP, 100 MP, or balance, which is 105 HP, 110 MP. And for the first one, I also started with balance because... I just couldn't remember if this was a really magic heavy game or not. And also I'm playing on critical mode. So I if I'm playing on proud or critical. I think I might be playing on proud. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, there's a reason it's proud. You should be proud. I did, was I supposed to play on critical? Cause I thought, cause wait, no, I'm playing on whatever. I think proud may be the third one because I think you only unlock the hardest one after you've beaten it. It doesn't matter. The last time I played, I'm like, this is too easy. I wanted to go as hard as possible. And that's not a problem anymore. The easiness. Do I confess what I've done to the, to the listeners? I think this is a safe space. They know the real us by this point. They've come to trust or mistrust us as much as they are ever going to. So I say go for it. So here's the thing. I learned this when I played Fragmentary Passage, and this is an advantage that I have over Ryan. Because I've beaten Kingdom Hearts 3 already on my PS4, I can bring over all my Keyblades from mm. my from my finished game. So I'm coming in blazing hot with the Oathkeeper, which is probably why I zoomed through the Olympus Coliseum. But I still think it's going to be hard. <laughs> Listen, I mean, so it's just, it, it gives you a little extra strength when you it gives bang me a little, on the it heartless. Makes, it just makes grinding a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we, how did it feel being back in Thebes? Do we remember what the purpose of the golden Hercules are? Well, first of all, my how she's grown in respect to Thebes. Because never forget in Birth by Sleep, there was just one little town square. And now she's big. She's on fire. Uh, fire. Yeah, it feels good to be back. I don't really remember the Golden Hercules thing. What's that? There are Golden Hercules around, and I don't know why, but you can collect them. Just like, it's like also when they're like starting to collect ingredients, like we know why, because we've played, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay. And then the Hidden Mickeys, which is so stupid, Um, but... Wait, the Golden Hercules, is the only things I remember, they're like Hercules toys everywhere, yeah, but, but these are different. Are, some of them are golden and you can collect, like you can take them. Oh. This Olympus Coliseum sort of picks up where the first one, like, where the end, we like finish out the movie finally. Mm -hmm. We're like, we have Hades and we're fighting the final Titans. We get to go see Daddy Zeus up in the sky. We get all the way to Mount Olympus. We're scaling a mountain. There's rain. The weather changes. There's rock slides. Mm -hmm. You get to run up walls in this game. Flow motion. Remember her? If you didn't play any of the mini games, you're like, what the fuck is this? But we know because especially because if we played Dream Drop Distance this time, we're like familiar with gameplay. I feel like the game is already so much more satisfying because we've encountered all of the gameplays. We got Shotlock from Birth by Sleep. We've got Flow Motion from Dream Drop Distance. And do you remember like the first time you saw a Dream Eater like in this Kingdom Hearts 3 game? I'm like, what is happening? Like doing the Meow Wounds? I was like, who is this like Pokemon thing that just came into the game? Mm-hmm. Like, so the gameplay makes a little more sense and is a little more fun because it's like, oh, I remember this. Like it's a pleasant, almost nostalgic feeling. 
And it's so nice understanding what's happening in the story, like mm-hmm. understanding why Aqua is so important. Because the first time I played, I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. And also like why Sora is like tired, like mm-hmm. why he's like weak and everyone's like, you seem weak. And it's like, literally why? The last thing we did was like beat Ansem. Also, I went to dinner with my family on Wednesday night and our server was named Ansem. And I was, I've been waiting to tell you for two days. <laughs> is that the first Ansem you've met in real life? Yeah. It was spelled with an L, a silent L. Also, Anselm. like, an, no, Anselm. Oh, okay. He said Ansem. Also, like, the Maleficent side story only makes sense because I played uh, Dark Road mm-hmm. or one of them, Union X, I think it is. And we, like, bring Maleficent into the fold and, like, the whole box is explained and also, like, why Zigbar is the only one that matters. I forget that they, like, explain or try to explain in this game when you talk to um, Ienzo. And he's mm-hmm. like, so here's what happened. Um, our nobodies left us and now we're back, but there's one rogue one. And I don't remember which one is rogue. Yeah, it is nice that they try to explain sort of things that have happened. And now that there's like now that there's actually something to build it off of, like if you don't know any of the backstory, it's kind of annoying. It's like, wait, wait, what happened? But now it sort of helps put the pieces together because Last time I played, I was like, they've lost their minds. Like, Square, the story has gone off the rails. But now, with all the additional context, like, the story is starting to make sense. But the cutscenes are way too long. And I I think you and I were talking about this offline, where, like, it feels like the moments in one, and maybe even two, I forget, where, like, there would just be text boxes of dialogue. Like, Mm -hmm. when you talk to Jane's vagina, like, are now just full-blown cutscenes. I think the other thing that bothers me about the cutscenes is like every character needs to comment. It's like, Sora, you're really weak now. He's not weak. He's, why'd you have to say that? Like every single character in the scene needs to have some sort of comment. And it's like, we get it. It's like, they're trying to be like funny or cute or sassy or something. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Pete and Maleficent like dig through the courtyard and they leave uh-huh. something behind. He's like, oh, what's this? And then tosses it. And then when you – I wanted to go back to the courtyard. I mean, you do. You can see that there's been digging. But you don't – I was like, why don't I find this little box? That feels like something that's fun. Right. But I feel like it's not there to explore, is it? The the it, No. The dirt is, like, you can tell that, like, there's evidence that they've been there, but not, like, you'll see when you go back and, like, grind or treasure hunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about, um, like, the Titan battles? You get to fight all four Titans. And not, uh, but not Hades. Not Hades. You, I, you, I, when you, you, he teases us. Mm-hmm. You think you're going to get a feel the heat moment, but you're getting a feel the nothing moment. Feel the Feel the heat. Fail the hate. Hades gets a lot of like talk time. He's chatty in this. Hades um, is like, who knew? Because it's it's apparent. It's like it's 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 theorized that Hades is like going to be a crux point of um, Kingdom Hearts Kingdom 4. Hearts 4. Also, have you seen Avatar yet? Yeah. I was like, you know what? If we go to an Avatar world, I'm in. <laughs> like after after I saw it, I was like, okay, fine. Take me to fine. Take me to Pandora. Fine. I'm not mad about it. I would Can rather we go. Can, Can we go? It's, like in it's the Disney IP. It's Disney owned now. Oh, great. There's Pandora at Disney World. I would rather go to Pandora than to Star Wars. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Brooke. I I don't want to touch Star Wars. It's too big I don't of a want to franchise. Touch Star Wars and I don't want to touch Marvel. But I want Same. to touch I want to go to Pandora. I want to meet the sad whale, the monstro of of Avatar. Can I tell you something? 
So I, I saw it on a Friday night and the sad whale um, reminded me of my parents' dog, Charlotte. So here's the thing about having a dog now is that every animal is your animal. <laughs> it reminded me of Marlon. I was like... I, I, they have the same expression. So I walked out. I walked out mm. once things got violent. I couldn't take it. You didn't finish it? I didn't finish the movie. Oh my God. Papakakuan or whatever its name is. Oh my God, Ryan, that's so funny. <laughs> I just can't watch because I saw the first Avatar. I'm like, this is the the turning point in the movie where things start to get violent and they all start getting mean. I was like, I'm here for the world building. I don't want to see people get hurt. That's how I felt. I was like, I'm here for the Moana aspects of this film. Sad boy, sad whale, I love. No, but sad whale really comes through. No spoilers, but sad sad whale really like I'll I'll tell you when we're done what happens. Oh my sad gosh. whale doesn't. I can tell you, sad whale doesn't die. But a sad whale, a whale gets they do harpooned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was where I was like, I can't continue. It's so I know. I just I know. I know. It's... Do you think if you were to Avatar Bond, would it be with Charlotte or would it be with Sadie? This is <sighs> Sophie's choice. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I can't. I can't. I'm walking out of this question. It's too painful. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I can't do it. <laughs> But you, you only have one choice. You have Marlon. We're already Avatar bonded. Yeah. So just walk me through what happens, why we're in Olympus, what what our journey is there, and sort of some of the highlights from the world. So you. basically, Yen Sid is like, you need to talk to someone who also lost his mojo once. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, of course. Hercules was once immortal. And so we go to Olympus to talk to Hercules about how he became a hero again. And we get plopped down and Hades is like, ugh, you guys again. And he sends us soaring into Thebes and then is like, rut row, isn't that right? Just said, don't worry about it. And so then we immediately meet Hercules and he's like, what's up, guys? We got to save these people from the fire. Goofy's like, whoa, I can... Use my shield against fire. So you're slipping and sliding on fire. You're saving civvies from the fire. And they're like, thank you. Here's an ether. And you're like, cool. Wait, what a creative way to stock up on items. And then you save everyone from the fire. And then you start to scale Mount Olympus. And we're like, we got to go up top. And I forget why we're going up top. Um, I think because we see the Titans and it's like, oh, we, we should head up there. And so we go up to um, the like the gates of Olympus and it's like very cool. You're like mm. water skateboarding and you're just like flow motioning around. You fight a bunch of new heartless. There's like bulls. And then you shot lock yourself. You literally like bungee, bungee yourself up to the gates where Zeus is like in his little volcano. Um, I'll, just like in the movie, we're like, let's get daddy out. We get daddy out and we're like, let's fight the Titan. So first, while you're scaling the mountain, you fight the rock Titan. So he's throwing rocks at you. It's, um, you're running up the mountain. You fight rock Titan. One Titan down. Then you get up to the top. You've got Fire Titan and Ice Titan, our old friend. So you fight, I think, one of them first and then the other one. Um, and then you get thrown into the sky and you've got a very shot lock forward battle with the Tornado Titan, my Tattoo Titan, our our personal our personal Titan, the Chaos Titan we love. Um, and then Zeus is like, just stands at the gate of Mount Olympus is like, thank you. And then we're like, cool, let's get out of here. <laughs> And then we see, we we pop in, Maleficent and Pete pop in. They're like, we're looking for this box, this big black box. And Hades is like, oh, there's this one box that we buried a while ago. And they're like, great. And then they find this little box and we don't know what that is. And then what's in the big black box is allegedly the Book of Prophecies, which Maleficent knows about because of Union X when she gets taken. So the Book of Prophecies is sort of what the whole series is becoming about. Also, the whole game starts with a chess game 
between um Ericus mm-hmm. and Xanort. Um, and that is sort of like setting us up for this whole game. But again, if you don't know anything about Ericus, you're like, who are these people in Minor Way Care? It starts, the game starts in a world we've never seen before with characters that we don't know. We like sort of know Xehanort but like this is a version of him that we've yet to come up against um and so then we go to Twilight Town yeah how'd I do brilliant that was amazing thank you I'm very impressed that's like yeah I'm, I'm the plot girl you're the plot girl you're the plot girl and you this may be your best plot synopsis yet I think, I mean, I'm always so thrown at the beginning of the game. I'm just like, what is happening? How do I play? Where where do I go? So like that, I'm there. You really capture the sort of like, so you need to go talk to someone who also lost their strength to learn how to get it back. And then at the end of the world, he's like, actually, it's about the strength of your heart. Or like, I don't actually need help anymore. So it's like, so why were we there? Why were we there? Um... I do feel like this in, in weird sense of like muscle memory with the games. Like I'm like, oh yeah, I remember like you start collecting these. Like there's like, I know that you have to hit Achilles heel to knock over the statue to get into the secret thing in the garden. Like I somehow remembered that even though it's been three years since I've played, almost four years since I've played the game. Um, just crazy. So yeah, do we, Twilight Town will be next, right? Because that's a full blown world in and of itself. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I mean, I've I've sort of been there. It's it's a lot of exposition and not as much exploring, but I think it's its own yeah, its own that's world. its own episode. Yeah. Do you feel like Fragmentary Passage got you like revved up for this and like got you ready to experience the difference in graphics and? I think it really did. Like, I think. It is really different. Um, Like the way that you move around, the way that the world sort of feels alive. Like the graphics are just so much better. And I feel like that really starts to like come into play and like tangled in like the world where like the grass is moving and it's like trying. I feel like it's trying to like give Breath of the Wild energy. Like I feel like I forget when Breath of the Wild came out, but it's even in this world when you're like going through the mountains, you can sort of like you have the freedom to explore. Like there are multiple ways that you can go and like that feel. It's like a little more open world than the other games are. Mm-hmm. And like there's no real, um, and I think this is different world to world maybe. I'll have to, we'll see. But like I feel like there's less of a distinction between like rooms um, than there were in the previous games um, or the rooms yeah. are just bigger. That's exactly right. Like even in, I'm in playing Birth by Sleep, I'm in Enchanted Dominion and like the I can't believe forest. It just I was it was felt Christmassy. I don't know. I just kinda wanted it to go back and play Christmas-y. Aqua's <laughs> Aqua's story. I don't know. I missed Aqua. I just wanted to spend time with her. But like you're in a forest in Enchanted Dominion is just like two rooms with like cliffs and trees that constrain you versus like in this game you're really kind of able to go anywhere especially in the big hero six world where you're like literally running around a city oh my god san francisco or whatever i know i forget how many pixar worlds there are Mm -hmm. but i feel like they also lend themselves to being much more open and explorable than the other ones it could feel confusing to me before because i had no fragmentary passage no idea what was going on with the plot and even now the introduction of like disney rides i was just gonna say a little less bizarre because we have those charging attacks in birth by sleep where you like get a charge ready and then it unlocks a different attack like that's yeah very much the premise of this yeah yes exactly like you have different forms we also i think our expectations we just like we know this is different we know the gameplay is more advanced maybe a little beyond our our britches how did you feel about the titan battles 
I mean, it really is kind of the first big, big boss battle. You fight that sort of bruiser, heartless guy with the, the big hammer or whatever in the town square, but that's that kind of feels like an incidental boss battle. This is the first one that feels like the big, big Disney one. And it throws a lot at you. Like you're fighting essentially two big boys at a time and you're figuring out how to use shot lock you're figuring out how to climb up traverse the air you're figuring out how to fight in the air which i feel like you really learn in dream drop distance like i think of the wargoyle battle where you're just kind of hitting him and you don't have to worry about like getting up to him i think it's a great a great battle very creative even though you're fighting two of the titans you fought before i think the way they combine all those elements together is really great and then the coolest thing is when you fight the tornado titan you get to do a little bit of diving like he throws you in the air and then you dive like you do in dream drop distance so it really feels like they're layering all the different skills that you've developed over all these different games and tying it into a cohesive whole which i couldn't appreciate before and also the tornado titan is so cute with his little <laughs> eyes that look sad the little we red eyes we love a tornado we just love one you so, can't blame us he's so okay. cute what, what did you think what did you think I agree. I think there were like, it wasn't, it didn't feel repetitive. Like each battle was different. The like rock dodging of the first one and then like the duel. Like it wasn't like fighting the Ice Titan was the same as when you fight the Ice Titan. And you only fight him in Birth by Sleep, right? And in uh, Hades Cup and Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. But those I feel like don't, that feels like an optional battle. And mm-hmm. so I feel like this, it, it, it felt fresh to me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I feel like I really started to appreciate the rides. Like the rides are powerful. Also, like everything has a like sequence that is a little annoying. Where it's like, okay, like I want to use this type of like fighting maneuver. Um, why do I need a whole cutscene before I do it? Exactly, and especially when they're used so often and they just sort of come up. It's like. It's just like we get it. Just maybe yeah. the first time and then we don't need it the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that we are getting new Heartless and some familiar friends. And they're the right color. And they're the right color. Um, yeah. I hate the goofy slide. It, I have no ability to control it. I'm getting clonked and clunked everywhere. Um, how do you feel about the running up the wall of it all? So fun. So, so fun. it makes you feel like you're in a new game with new abilities. And it's pretty self-explanatory, unlike the shot lock. You understand you know that what? pretty quickly. You know what world I would actually like to see is a Jungle Cruise world. Jungle Cruise? Jungle Cruise world like if they like they made it into a movie so like like the ride the Jungle Cruise like if you are I don't know I don't know how or why but I've, is it bad I've never heard of the Jungle Cruise it's like one of the most famous rides at Disney which it's part? like an OG Magic Kingdom you like go on a Jungle Cruise and you go on the backside of water and it's like all really all it's all puns the we might ride. have to do a trip to Disney actually I would love to do that put it on our bucket list I have to send you this clip from the Beauty and the Beast ride at Tokyo Disney I want to go to Tokyo Disney so bad put it on the bucket list it's already on the bucket list all right sponsors please consider for enix please send us for the release of kingdom hearts 4 we'll go to tokyo disney fine (laughs) twist our arm ryan i know that it's a tried and true but will you hit us with the music I would love to. And I love the sort of breaking of the fourth wall in this game when Donald is like, the fanfare? Do you recognize it? It's like they've been hearing it the whole time and they're as annoyed slash taken by it. Can you imagine they're like, they can hear the music? We do and we survived it. So they're better for it. Okay, count me in. Five, six, five, six, seven, eight.
I wish you guys could see Ryan, the, the elation that fills his whole body when he gets to perform the music of Kingdom Hearts. I, I, I may someday just rent out an auditorium <laughs> and just perform all of the music acapella. I know I mentioned that I did record all the music acapella. It's one of the most... Like, if I didn't know that Ryan is, like, one of the most, like, intelligent, put-together, like, talent, like, one, like I would be, like, something, we need to call someone. Like, this is, this person is unwell. <laughs> but it's also, like, this person knows what, what joy is. Listen, we all have to find our joy, and for me, it's the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, which... I got for Christmas when I was 10. The soundtrack? The CDs. I, I literally got the CDs and would like listen in my room to the Kingdom Hearts 1 soundtrack on my small Wow, I don't box. think I knew that. Yeah, if, if you want the CDs, they're somewhere. Um, okay, is it time to rank? I think it's time to rank. Okay, you go first. No! You, you, mu I, you must go first. You must no, go first. No, I always go first. You have no, to go first. No, but it's actually no. become a bit of a thing because you always go first. I've started going first, and I want to kick it off with you going first, so then I can go first next time. I'm struggling because I'm like, if I start too high, am I setting the bar too high? But if I start too low, like I, I, I okay. I'm giving it a 7.25. I think it starts the game. Actually, I'm not going to explain it until after you rank it. Okay. I'm going to give it a 7.825. Wow. Okay. I'm giving it a 7.25. I think it starts the game off. It's like easing us in. It's familiar and it's so different. I think the the battles are good. I think this is like my gonna be our gripe with Kingdom Hearts three is the, like the amount of cutscenes, but I think the amount of exposition versus like actual story motion. I didn't feel like I was in Twilight Town in two. Like I was like, okay, like we're we're learning the game in a practical way. Um, I felt it's beautiful. Um, points to Kingdom Hearts three for letting us have everybody in our party at once. Mm. Um, that's one thing we didn't talk about. But you know, it's a long world, and I don't need to think it needed to be quite as long. Um, um, solid world, not my favorite, 7.25. Mr. Bernstein? Well, I agree on many points. I give it some extra points because it is a tutorial world and you're kind of learning and it somehow makes it feel like an adventure. And you really get three distinct sections of the world. You get Thebes, you're in town, which is probably my least favorite part of it. It's a little errandy. Oh, save these ungrateful villagers, etc. They are actively grateful. I don't know. If you talk to them, they give you something. I don't know. They weren't effusive enough for me. They gave me something, but I didn't really feel like it was worth the effort, personally. Uh, also have a gripe with the sort of incidental heartless boss battle where like there's just sort of a heartless in the town square and it's just there for no reason. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it really starts to pick up for me when you're going up the mountain into the stormy, stormy sky and there's those like sand trap heartless and it really felt like an adventure. You're you're traversing different landscapes. You're going through rivers. It's It's just really fun. And then the best, best part, like 10 out of 10 for me is when you're in Mount Olympus in the sky. It's so beautiful. Some of the graphics, like some of the mist around the clouds, I'm like, this is just 
so exciting and so beautiful that they picked an environment like this to show you what the graphics are going to be like in the rest of the game. Just amazing. And then like shot locking around is really fun. It's just a really cool place to explore. And then I think the Titan battle is pretty epic. And the, you know, the inclusion of the Tornado Titan, I mean, that that puts it over the over the edge. But I, I'm giving it a lot of giving a lot of points and uh yeah, seven point eight five. Two five. Two oh, five. Is that too many new is that too many decimals? No, I give it a two five. Okay. Seven point I get a seven point eight two five. That's like three. Should I round? Give it a seven point seven five so we can stay in the threes. Yeah, okay. Seven point seven five. Great deal. Seven point seven five. Love. But I'm I'm excited. Like I I was not as excited about Kingdom Hearts three as I thought I would or should be, but after I, all the games we've played, I feel really prepped and like ready to appreciate it. I will say I was also not excited and uh, Olympus Coliseum was like, oh, I'm excited. And then getting into Twilight Town, I was like, am I? And so I'm, I sort of stopped halfway through Twilight Town. Um, and so, you know, we'll see how I feel next time we chat. Yeah, because it goes Twilight Town and then you have your choice, I think, of Toy Box or Kingdom of Corona. Also, I hate Triggered. the gummy ship. Mm. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate not knowing where you're going. Like the, there's that little flag that shows you're headed in the right direction, but you can go up, down, side, side. I'm like, where? Where am I headed? Mm-mm, I agree. It's like, who gave them notes that we wanted more gummy ship? I, I feel like they don't even care what we think. I feel like they have a vision and they're just trying to fulfill it. Well, that's, that's not how this works. All I can say is the fact that I'm doing this with you and the fact that I have company through all of this, I never fail to appreciate how great that is. It's even the gummy ships. I'm like, as long as I have Brooke by my side. It's true. We can do it. We can do anything. Our hearts are connected. Connected and connected to all of you. Thank you so much for sticking with us for one, two, three, four and a half games. Now five. I know. We've been doing this for for like two and a half years. I know. It's speaking of a time capsule, like we are frozen in this form. We've gone through pandemics. We've gone through a lot of shit thanks to Kingdom Hearts. No, I had Marlon from the beginning. I'll say we both got dogs. We both got dogs. I've had, I had the dog. I had the dog. Well, we have dogs. We've grown, we've grown with dogs. We've grown as as individuals and um, Mm -hmm. more growth to come in Kingdom Hearts 2023. Kingdom Hearts KH, 2020 KH3. Hashtag Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Can we talk about hashtags real quick? Oh my God. (laughs) Every time you fucking load between worlds and it's like, our hearts from Mickey. <laughs> it's like hashtag, but it's like not quite a hashtag. It's like the heartless emblem. Yeah, it, it's not a hashtag anyone would ever use. It's like, we wonder where Roxas is. We hope we'll come back soon. Hashtag, where is Roxas? Hashtag have, lost friend. It'll be like Sora standing in like the abyss of the afterlife. And I'll be like, have you ever seen a more beautiful place? <laughs> Hashtag clouds, but not cloud. <laughs> it's really cringe. It's really, it is, it is definitively cringe. I think this whole game would be lifted to another echelon if they had not included that. Agreed. There's one with Aqua. It's like, Aqua's been without a friend in the darkness for 10 years. I can't imagine being that long without a friend. Hashtag like lost in darkness. Hashtag <laughs> without a friend. Hashtag hope she comes back soon. Like. <laughs> We get it. We get it. We get it. Well, that wraps up this week's world. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you're looking to connect our heart, follow us on Instagram at Kingdom Hearts underscore pod. And if you want to enter the realm of darkness that is our lives, follow us. 
I'm at Brooke Wiseman. And I'm at Rye Bernston. See you next week with another Kingdom Hearts Worlds and Kingdom Hearts ratings. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. The podcast.